Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates, there's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches, their contact information, their social media information, uh, some basic stats about the school and more. Plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions, share your wins, your losses, any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process. It's all there at the Discover College Soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com slash study table and hopefully we will see you there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Paul from New England College. Welcome, Coach. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. You are the, the women's coach up there. You get Division Three program in New Hampshire. Um, could, couldn't be much further from me down here in Florida, but <laughs> uh, but but that's all right. Hopefully, hopefully, the weather's treating you well. Yes, it is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're talking here. It's mid-June. Um, you know... When it comes to recruiting, I'm uh, I'm guessing your 23 class is wrapped up, right? I mean, uh, school starts in a couple months. So, yep. what what's your normal calendar uh, in terms of of how many classes you recruit at once? When do you start? When is the the bulk of it happening? What's that look like for you guys? So, you know, we we're always looking for good players. So, yes, our our 23 classes is wrapped up, but you know, we never never stop looking, right? You always want to improve your team. So you, you always pay attention to what's going on. Um, so for us, we really start started on our class of 24 in the fall, um, you know, kind of collecting names and, and garnering some, see who's interested. Um, and then slowly kind of get to see them play through that kind of uh, November you know, that first round of tournaments after, you know, for us up here, our soccer, high school soccer is in the fall. So in our season's ending, so we get, get a few tournaments to really see the 24s, um, you know, kind of try to narrow that down a little bit and, you know, see if we can get some, some students on campus for the spring, you know, and then that next set of tournaments really for us starts up at the end of February so we're really at that point trying to narrow that class down um, so we know who we want to have on campus, um, invite to ID days, uh, stuff like that, because as they roll into their senior year and our season gets going, things are crazy. So um, we want to try to be as proactive as we can for them. Okay, that makes sense. Well, you, you mentioned uh, the, the different events and, and things. Being up there in New England, I mean, what are some of the major events that you kind of have on your hit list each year? Yeah, you know, so for us, um, you know, we're we're very close to Massachusetts and they have, you know, quite a few tournaments going on. We always look at EDP tournaments. Um, we try to, you know, get get ECNL R league games um those are a big one for us so it, it could involve a ecnl tournament in new jersey um we do travel um 
you know, we've been very successful going out West to uh, Las Vegas, uh, ECNL Houston has been a big event for us, you know, so those are the, you know, the ones that we go out for, but they're the ones up here are really the EDP events, um, you know, and then clubs hold their FC stars uh, have a nice event that they do in the, in November. Um, we try to get over to Massapequa and Long Island, you know, that's not too far for us. So, you know, as much as we are here in kind of a, you know, a good location, we do venture around and, and we do have a, a roster of kids from around the country and around the world. So. Yeah. I saw that. That's pretty cool. Well, when you're at these events, you know, I'm sure there's, there's kids reaching out to you all the time saying, Hey coach, interested in your school, would love to come have you come watch me play, et cetera. So what, is the what would you say is the split of when you're in an event of you know games that you're going to see someone who has contacted you already versus games you're going to see hoping for the best <laughs> yeah you know i think um kids that you know student athletes that write us we're going to get to 100 percent of their games um you know i'm pretty lucky i have a, a great grad assistant and an assistant coach who's been with me for 10 years. So we, we're able to kind of split duties and make sure we're getting to, to games for, from, you know, the student athlete that writes us, we feel that's very important. Um, and then along the way, because of the three of us, we can kind of get to other games in between games. Um, you know, when we go to see said player that wrote us, we, you know, are watching other players as well. Um, so I think, you know, for us, it, it ends up being kind of 50 at, you know, 50, 50 of kids that have written us that will come and then 50, you know, the other half will be kids that we've seen that we like that we reach out to um, that, you know, are that become interested, you know, I think being in a, a small school being a division three school being surrounded by, you know, many division three schools in New England. Um, those kids are writing a lot of different coaches. So we understand that, but we want to make sure we're doing our due diligence. We never write anybody off. Um, you know, we want to go see them play. Okay. Well, you mentioned ID days. So are, are ID camps at your school or do you guys work other camps? How important are those in your recruiting? You know, I, you know, we'll work some of the bigger, bigger camps between myself and my assistant. We'll get out to an exact camp, uh, future 500. Um, you know, if coaches ask us locally to attend, you know, we do that. Um, but then, you know, our ID day for us, it's, we're not looking to make money. We're looking to bring in kids that, that are interested in New England college that want to you know, explore it as, as a viable option, you know, so we try to keep that number, you know, we only have a couple, maybe three, three years. So we're, we're keeping that number between 12 and 20 um, because we want to give them the individual attention that they deserve. Um, you know, if they show interest in us, we want to reciprocate that. Um, we want to be able to have conversations. We want to be able to coach them, um, see how they like the environment or, um, you know, our team is very good at working these events. They understand, you know, to keep the program flourishing, we need to bring in recruits. So they, and they want to meet them. They want to see what they're about. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about goodness of fit. We want to make sure that uh, they fit what we're looking for and we fit what they're looking for. 
Well, you mentioned fit. So whether it's at a camp or at an event or anything, kind of what is what is your hierarchy of things that you're looking for in a player to make that good fit, whether it's on the field stuff or off the field stuff? You know, I think for us is, you know, at the end of the day, we're a Division three program. Players aren't really going professional. Um, you know, they they have careers afterwards. And, and that's what we want to make sure that we're developing. Um you know, we want to develop strong, independent young women and hopefully our program, you know, we've done that and we want to keep doing that. So we want leaders. We want we want uh, young women who want to come in and, and be a part of something and leave their mark, um, be leaders, taking taking the bull by the horns, if you will. Um, you know, we're looking for hard workers. You know, we're looking for competitors. So that that's kind of our hierarchy. So it's, you know, leaders, strong character, you know, hard workers, athletic, and, and we can we'll get the soccer piece down. All right. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about the school. I'm sure there's folks out there maybe not familiar with New England College. So you've been there a few years as the head coach. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yep. you got some really good insight for us. So give me some of the things that that really stick out to you that that make the school what it is. Maybe some things we wouldn't learn just by going through the website. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, we're a small school. Uh, we want to meet either individual where they're at academically. Um, I think, you know, from an academic standpoint, we do a lot of experiential learning. You know, if you want to, if you come to be a teacher, you're going to be in a classroom your freshman year. You're going to see what it's like to, you know, maybe be in a kindergarten class and then be in a high school class. You know, you might have ideas that you want to teach a certain grade and then, you know, sophomore year, you're in a different class and you like that. Um, criminal justice is a big one. They, um, very well connected. We, we've had players, you know, in the police force, Homeland Security, FBI. Um, they do a great job of, of placing the students. And even while they're here, they get to, you know, go on ride-alongs or work in a police station. They do a great uh, tour of DC and a behind the scenes look in the Pentagon and the CIA. Um, you know, our health sciences, you know, this is my, my huge bragging point. We, we produce seven doctors um, for my program. So, you know, you don't have to go to Harvard and, and Tufts and, and all those to achieve your dream if that's not for you. You know, you can you can meet those dreams coming to New England College and, and being a doctor. Um, we have PAs and, you know, I think it does a really good job of meeting the individual, small class size, you know, your professors, even though we're in the only Henniker on earth, there's there's a lot of different ways to get um, exposure and, and internships. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, you know, an hour, hour from Boston, 45 minutes from the ocean and the mountains. And, you know, I think our, our location really, really works for students that kind of want to get away, but can get to places. Um, yeah. So I think our draw, you know, is kind of meeting the individual where they're at and, and producing, young adults that are going to be productive later on in life. Oh, fantastic. Well, I mean, you mentioned the academic component. So, you know, for new student athletes, especially going into college, figuring out that balance of their sport and their studies can be, can be tough. So how do your student athletes really make sure that they've got that balance and what kind of support systems does the school offer to help them? 
Yeah, you know, I think, you know, we, we have this conversation through the recruiting process, you know, and we're, we're looking for for students first, right? If you can get your work done, there's less less issues. We all understand that time management, going to college for the first time is hard. So um, what we have in place is we have an academic game plan that between myself and, and my staff, you know, we're meeting with first years on a weekly basis and in a, in a formal sense, making sure, you know, they're up to up to speed on things. Um, we also, you know, I'm not a big study hall person. Uh, I don't believe that uh, forcing forcing students to go to the library is the way to do it. Um, you know, it's, we try to build that, you know, we built it within our culture. Um, team GPA is always around a three five. So that's pretty exciting for us. Um, and so, you know, the the upperclassmen really kind of push the the underclassmen and, and help them along. And they, you know, they've all taken classes that the, the freshmen are in so they can help. Um, we have a faculty advisor as well as a as a men and as well as a mentor. So the faculty member is there. He, he's a, a soccer guy, he's a professor in our uh, criminal justice department. And he'll meet and talk and kind of help people figure out what's going on if they have questions. Um, we have a mentor that, you know, is more than willing to sit and read papers and, you know, make sure that uh, the work is where it needs to be. Um, you know, and, and my philosophy on and off the field is, you know, we're not just going to give you answers. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to help you. We're going to facilitate. We're going to support. Um, but at the end of the day, they need to want their education. They need to define their education. They need to define their role on the team as a soccer player. Um, and we're going to be there and we're going to get feedback positive and, and, and constructive and, you know, help develop them into independent learners, questioners, you know, problem solvers. That's, that's the goal. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's fast forward to the fall. Um, it's in season kind of walk me through what a typical week would look like for the players in terms of when are classes, meals, practice times, game cadence, all that kind of thing. Yep. So uh, exciting. We're, we're joining a new conference this year, the great North Atlantic conference, um, 16 teams in there. So we got 15, uh, 15 scheduled uh, conference games. So that's going to be new for us, but what it does do is gives us a Wednesday, Saturday schedule. Um, that we can really be planful around and kind of, you know, periodization on the field. Um, so as a coach, that's exciting for me, um, you know, being able to implement something like that where we're, it's not so hectic. But, you know, so Monday class, we'll try to try to get something in in the morning as far as lifting. And then we'll, you know, it's usually a recovery day because we'll play Saturday. Um, we've been lucky that we have four o'clock practices uh, pretty much all week, even though we're splitting the field with men's soccer and, and field hockey. Um, but we've been lucky enough to get that. So, you know, we make sure schedules are made so everybody's out of class by then. Um, you know, so we'll practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is a game day. Um we're trying to, you know, I think, again, with classes, most schools look to play at night. So most of our Wednesday games will be at 7 p.m. It kind of uh, eliminates 
a lot of classes being missed, um, which is which is good. And, you know, Thursday, Friday, we're back at four o'clock training um, with some lifting going on on Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday, we're we're playing again. Um, and then Sunday's a, a day off. You know, with the four o'clock practice schedule, it, it, for meals, it's great. Uh, they're not missing anything or kind of out of whack. You know, they're they're able to have a regular breakfast, regular lunch. And then when they're done training, they have a little the dining hall doesn't close till 730. So they don't need to to rush. They can relax, get their bodies ready to refuel and, and go. So, OK, sounds good. Well, let's shift gears, talk a little bit more about the team. Um, is there a roster size that you try to hit that you that you like to have each year? Yeah, I think me, uh, I, I like having about 32, four goalies. So, you know, we're down to about 28 field players. Um, you know, we've been larger uh, in the past, which which is difficult. But, uh, you know, you, you have to do some things, you know, to, to help out. And, we, you know, we had JV teams or reserve teams and played games for them. But 32 for us is, is kind of where we're where we like to be. Um you know, these seasons, they're, they're short in, in days, but long in, in physical and mental, uh, you know, preparation. So, you know, we'll, we'll go this year. We had 32. Um, we had some ACLs, we had some concussion issues, you know, then your normal bumps and bruises, and we're going to play a mid September game with 16 healthy players. You know, and it, you know, it's just one of those things. It was it was a interesting year, um, but we were still able to train. We're still able to be competitive in training, um, and it also allows us development. You know, I think for for programs to be successful, we're always looking for impact freshmen, um, and you earn everything you get. But there is a transition period for for some of these athletes, and we don't want to just stick them out there, you know, to hit drown. So. We want to make sure we're developing them and that way we're not, you know, we're never like rebuilding. We're just, you know, that it's the next player up, you know, we graduate this many. All right. We have players to fill those spots and we can have a productive spring season, which, um, you know, these kids are used to playing year round now. And, you know, at the division three model, it's not necessarily year round, um, you know, as far as where the coaching is coming from. So when we do, when we are able to train, we want to make sure we have players to train and uh, get ready for the fall. Cause it's really a building block for us. That's how we use our spring season. So, um, you know, this year we were lucky enough. We have 18, we had 18 in the spring. So we're coming back, you know, 18 and got to fill some spots. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you mentioned earlier about uh, your staff and being able to share a, a lot of that recruiting stuff with them. So, you know, how big is your staff? What role does everybody play? What kind of support staff do, do you also use within the athletic department that help with the team? Yeah. So we're, we're lucky. We, you know, we have a athletic trainer that is specifically for women's soccer. So that trainer is with us all year. It's, you know, they, they really get to know the the student athlete. They get to know their, their quirks and, and everything. And, um, and that's the same for the, for the athletes. Yeah, they can feel comfortable with one trainer, how they're getting taped, you know, what information they feel they can give and not give, uh, you know, and, and to be ready to play. Um, so that's a huge one. Um, we're in the process of, 
uh, our strength and conditioning coach left. So we're in the process of, of bringing another one in. So that's always exciting to have, uh, you know, that um, resource for our players. And then as far as the coaching staff, you know, it's myself. And then I have a grad assistant that's a two-year uh, cycle. Um, and I've had three, we've only had it, this is the fourth fourth cycle and three of the cycles have been ex players. And I think for, you know, they, they know what our school's about. They know the the intricacies and what it's like to be a student athlete. They also know what it's like to play for me. Um, and they can pass that knowledge on to the players, which, you know, not only in the recruiting process, but once they're here really kind of is, is key for us. Um, my assistant coach, Tom McGinnis has been with me going on 11 years now. Uh, I mean, he is just, a he is hundred percent committed. He's able to be at everything. Um, he's also our keeper coach. So our keepers get individual training every day. Um, and so they have their own, their own guy they can go to, they can, you know, really flourish in that sense. And then when we bring them back, he kind of works with the, with the defenders and, and the communication and all that with our keepers. So, you know, that's nice. And then we have a volunteer assistant um, who makes most of our things, but it's just a, a different set of eyes and, and the team really enjoys them. Um, you know, he kind of gives the individual kind of feedback as practice is going on and talking to players. So, you know, I can really focus on the big picture and, and the things that we want to get accomplished. And, you know, they're great. Um, you know, I learned from them. Hopefully, you know, they get something from me too, you know, so it, it, it's good. Okay. Well, in terms of you as a coach, how would you describe your coaching style and overall team style of play? Well, you know, I started this as a younger man. Um, and so you have to, you have to be willing to learn and, and understand where you can improve and, and focus on your strengths. Um, you know, I definitely was a little bit more outgoing as a younger coach. Uh, we'll put it that way. Um, and over the years, I think I've, I've realized that, you know, we're going to be better served if I'm that guy during training and allow our players to play, um, you know, demand excellence, reach for the stars kind of thing in practice. And, and during the games, they should be be ready to play. And it's just guidance, um, you know, through that. I, I'm a teacher by trade. So, you know, I, I want to make sure that that our players are put in a learning safe environment so they can take risks, they can become better players, they can try things that aren't necessarily um you know to script you know we we ask questions they have to play the game i can't play it for them so they need to be able to solve problems so we make sure we're we're making those you know challenges and training and what do you see how do you see why why do you play that ball you know in the air could you have played it on the ground and getting their feedback um you know how's our how's our shape you know this is what i'm thinking where are you going you know so i think it some days it, it's a little bit, uh, you know, we tend to ask a lot of questions and, and I got to be ready for that. But, you know, at the end of the day, they want to learn, they want to get better. Um, and again, I want them to be problem solvers. Okay. Well, 
you've given us a lot of info coach and I appreciate all your time. But uh, one last question that I like to end these on, and that's if you had one piece of advice, one nugget that you'd love all parents, players, anybody going through this college recruitment process to know, what would that be? Can I give you two? Go right ahead. All right. I think <laughs> the first one is that every, everybody's process is different during the recruiting and you, you have to make it your own. You can't be looking to, you, you know, your club teammates or your high school teammates or, or whatever it is. It, it's got to be your own and you got to pick the place that you're going to be happy no matter what, whether you're playing soccer, not playing soccer, um, whether it's D1, D2, D3, you know, the, every all divisions have great things to offer. You just have to know where you fall as far as how you want soccer to play a part of your, your college experience. And then the last thing to any player come fit coaches give out workout programs and you know, they, they need to be followed to assert, you know, you need to be ready to play because preseason's hard. It's hot. You're, you're transitioning to new coaches, new people, new food, new sleeping, all that. If you're fit, the bumps and bruises, you can control a little bit. You heal a little bit quicker. Your mind doesn't start racing. You can kind of focus on being the player that you want to be um, as opposed to wondering if you're going to make it through a test or, you know, a double session. So that's advice I give to everybody that every recruit I talk to, both of those pieces. So. Yeah. I love the, old. there was an old, I think it was a Reebok ad with Emmett Smith back in the day is, uh, you know, all players are created equal. Some just work harder in the preseason, right? And then, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I love it. Exactly. Love it. Well, coach, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Wish you the best of luck in the fall. And if you ever get to any of the recruiting events down here in Bradenton, give me a shout and uh, we'll get together. All right. All right. I appreciate it, Matt. All right. Thank you, coach. Thanks.